Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm otherwise known as the voice of the millennial generation. You're welcome, millennials. <laughs> How's that been going so far? I mean, I'm, oh, I just want to check in. You know, what are we, two weeks, three weeks into the new nickname? Yeah, we're two or three weeks into that. It's actually going really well. I've had a lot of good response from my fellow millennials. Um, How about, uh, let's just talk brand integration. Sure, absolutely. No, I, I'm, I've been looking at uh, integration, extension, um, transduction, mm-hmm. brand transduction. Um, I'm actually working on a new type of headphones. Really? Like a kind of your own take on a Beats by Dre? Okay. Not at all. Oh, hmm. oh not sorry. even inspired. I'm sorry, by. To, sorry to draw the comparison. They're blue. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's totally different. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what, Jesse? Just do you. <laughs> Thank you. Just Jordan. do you. Thank you, Jordan. If you wanna, if you wanna go out so outside the box, can if I, you wanna fly in the face of convention as violently as you are, can I tell you something, Jordan? Yeah. Millennials like me mm-hmm. love to be free. Mm-hmm. And we love to express ourselves. Yeah. We don't care what past generations think. You're going to sound off in the comments. You got it. We're in the here and now, sharing Tinder apps. Yeah. You know what I mean? Swiping right, swiping left, depending on if you want to fuck the person or not. Talking about Pokemons. Mm-hmm. All of these things, up to and including Kratz Creatures, mm-hmm. are what it means to be a millennial. And I know that better than anyone else. And that's what, what led you to invent uh blue headphones that are totally dissimilar to Beats by Dre. Right. I mean, if you look at a pair of Beats by Dre headphones, I don't know if you ever have. I have it. Yeah, sure. They have a sort of B on the... My uh, lovers earpiece. all insist that I leave them on. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm so known for my Beats by Dre. Right. Yeah. Uh, mine does not have a B, so that's how mm. you can tell that mine are different. It, they're blue, mm-hmm. and they don't have a B. They have a music note. Mm-hmm. Quarter note. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah, that sounds really distinctive. Yeah, they're they're extremely distinctive, and you won't believe this about them: stereophonic. Wow! So, so like you, left and right channels, you get you get different sounds in the left channel than you get in the right channel. So let's say you're watching, uh, you know, let's say you're watching a video on YouTube of a guy uh, narrating a Call of Duty game. Mm-hmm. You'll get one different... of my fa- as a millennial or a millennial enthusiast. That's one of my favorite kinds of videos. Where like a really excited guy who's not funny is talking about the video game he's playing. Let's say you're watching a father and son mm-hmm. narrate their video game on Twitch. Mm, sure. Then you're going to get different signals in the left ear and in the right ear. Let's introduce our guest. <laughs> oh. <laughs> The founder of Beats by Dre. <laughs> Jimmy IV. <laughs> I don't want to, uh, I just don't want to sit here. Number one, our guest is a, he's got a couple years on me. He's probably a member of Generation X. Mm. He's basically a Wait, member of Generation X. I think I am. Yeah. I, I'm a millennial. He's a member of Generation X. I, I, I'm not trying to call him out. I'm just I saying I'm like tired of did. his slacker bullshit. Yeah. Um, Ladies and gentlemen, Ethan Hawke. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, he is... Star uh, of the Purge, Ethan Hawke. He is the host of a broad variety of different programs with Dave Hill in the title. That's Yeah, yeah. 
Um, he is a comedian, a musician. He is a member of the band Valley Lodge. Mm-hmm. Um, you might have heard their most recent single as the theme music from John Oliver's new HBO television program. Really? Is yeah. that is that you? Yeah. I have been telling everyone how much I love that theme song. I oh, had no really? idea I knew the guy who wrote it. Are you yeah. serious? Yeah. I am, like, legitimately thrilled and excited to hear that. Oh, wow. I love that opening and I love that song. Oh, thank you. Well, wow. Hopefully you like the rest of the song. Because I... Well, there's I've, more of that song? There's more. There's different parts. There's a there's song not... with, there's a full song with lyrics and a music video. Wow. But some, there's been people going on YouTube. Yeah. And commenting either like, Well, I see, I don't know song. if Dave's a member of Generation Next because he did the millennial pronouncement of YouTube, <laughs> which is YouTube. <laughs> That's true. Why apostrophe tube. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and like some people are like, oh, I love this song. And then other people are like, oh my gosh, I love it as the theme song to John Oliver's new show. Yeah. But when you hear the lyrics and the singing, yeah, they're, really they're ruins horrible. It. <laughs> oh no. A couple oh. of people have said that. I bet your beautiful singing makes it better, Dave. Well, I do. I have the voice of an angel. Sure. But I will say, like, that song in particular, I wanted to see, you know, because I'm always challenging myself as sure. an artist. Right. And I also... How many cookies can you eat? Yeah. <laughs> well, How long can you go without peeing? <laughs> I, I wanted to write... Because I pretty much write... Uh, I assume no one's ever going to listen to the music. Uh, so I just kind of write it for my own entertainment. And I wanted to sing an entire song in falsetto. And so... Who doesn't? Yeah. Well, Prince does it. But I mean, Michael Bublé. Michael I feel Bublé, like I don't know him. I mean, I know who he is. But I, you know, I kind of just taken that's a, true. I, 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 I'm in the same boat as you. I just kind of took a guess. I just said a guy's name that I thought was kind of funny, who I thought maybe did fancy singing. I don't I think should, yeah, there's I have stepped on the joke. No, no, that's okay. You were, I, uh, you are like like everyone who does something on the internet, just worried about people correcting you, right? Because it's annoying. Yeah. I think my mm-hmm. point here is that I don't think there is a single man mm-hmm. in the world who's ever like an unmarried man sung a song mm-hmm. and not thought to himself, "I would enjoy singing an entire song." <laughs> in falsetto. Yeah, exactly. Right? It's fun. It is. It's That's fun. how Smokey Robinson became the greatest songwriter of the mm-hmm. 20th century. Yeah. It's but because one day he was 16 years old and he was singing tenor or whatever. Yeah. And he just thought to himself, "Ah." Uh, 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 oh. Yeah, that's where you want to be. And he's like, oh, I like that. I like that, he thought to himself. I'll write some of the greatest popular mm. music of the 20th century for myself and my friends, the Miracles. Yeah. <laughs> um, so this was a song you had written for your, for your band, for your album, yeah. and then the John Oliver people purchased it? Yes. Uh-huh. What did you get, 50 bucks? Um... It's a little better than that. But um it was um I can't say Was it a buyout deal or are you getting you getting li- you getting royalties, royalties? As well? Mm. That's how it works. I mean had they like hired me and been like, Dave, write this song, then it would have been the buyout, I believe. But what are you ask at BMI? BMI. What's your BMI? What's my BMI name? What are you gonna your hack it? Bot- <laughs> your body mass index. <laughs> <laughs> Not good, I don't think. I think I'm, I've been letting myself go. 
I think you look great. Oh, thanks. I always think Dave Hill looks great. Mm-hmm. Good looking man. Only, oh, sure. If only I could see that, you know. Bringing a Western shirt to the table, by the yeah, way. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's out here in the West in Gene Autry country. He knows how to do it. Yeah, yeah. I thought let's do this right. Let's take in an Angels game. Head down to the Western Museum. Yeah. Rope wrangle. I had a meeting yesterday in an office that was like somehow uh, a tribute to Tom Mix. Do you know Tom, oh. the Western star? I sure. don't. I don't know Tom Mix, the Western star. He's uh, even pre Gen X, mm-hmm. like <laughs> uh, like for. You uh, mean like pre entertainment industry? He's on Mash, the hit series mm-hmm. that you guys couldn't possibly be yeah. aware of. Uh, the Father Mulcahy. Do, wait, can we draw a parallel to Full House in any way? Because I remember that. Oh, man. <laughs> Cut Full it House. out. Cut it out. TGIF, right? Mm-hmm. Urkel. <laughs> Jinx. Wait, Urkel, that was what? Family Matters? That was Family Matters, yeah. Okay. Anyway, well, I don't know why I brought that up. No, you were in, a, you were in a, an office that was he, a tribute to this oh, one yeah, guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cut out all that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was, and then anyway, and your shirt yeah, was like a, an old western. Your shirt star. was appropriate. Yeah. Okay. Well, no, I didn't wear this to the meeting. Yeah. You no, wore it afterwards because you got the spirit. This is more, you know, me casual hanging out. I wouldn't, I wouldn't wear this to a meeting. It's think. very Austin stories, mm. so it perfectly fits your Gen X milieu. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's exactly right. Enjoy the Sonic Youth concert you're going to after this. <laughs> I was just ta- Zing! <laughs> I was just talking about this. It's sad but true. I was like having coffee with another Gen Xer earlier. Coffee. Oh, you guys. <laughs> Classic. And I was talking about how I was like, you know, as much as I really try <laughs> to be a fan of music and find new stuff, find old stuff I wasn't aware of, like if you were to look at any selection of what I've been listening to, you'd be like, oh, that is like an aging white guy. <laughs> I'm sorry. To this. I wasn't listening. I was just chugging this six claw nightmare energy drink. <laughs> is that your do sponsor? You, yeah. What is like, what do you keep drifting back to that says aging white guy? Like what, you, what can you not shake? I guess. I mean, I don't know. I just, you know, like, uh, Led Zeppelin. I guess that's everybody, though. That no, someone, I would say I don't know. Dinosaur Junior. Who's Dave, do replacements? I just started listening to Led Zeppelin. How are you enjoying it? I enjoy it very much. <laughs> no wonder people like them so They're much. The, They're very enjoyable. You also got your first Blacklight poster too, right? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I Le- mean, they're the best band of all time. I had a friend in college, Dan Grayson, who wrote the original Sound of Young America theme music. And Dan, my freshman year, his sophomore year of college. At some point, he dis- he discovered, like, Stephen Malkmus or something, mm-hmm. and he went fully into rock. But when he was, like, 18 and 19, when I used to go over to his room next door to mine to watch news radio because he had a color t- television. Ooh. Uh, yeah, he, you're going to want to watch news radio in color. Yeah. He, he was, He's got a pretty broad, like, you know, interesting color palette. That yeah. was Phil Hartman and Andy Dick at the peak of their powers. Sure. Yeah. That show. Both amazing. Um, and, uh, he at the time was and going Dave through Foley. a classic teenage boy, uh, I only listened to Led Zeppelin and Pink Floyd, period. Oh, wow. And I always thought, uh, and then he added The Who. And I was like, uh, The Who was probably my favorite of the three. But I was like, I think I could get into Led Zeppelin, but then I sort of tabled it. 
And then the other day I was thinking, eh, what am I doing? I should get into Led Zeppelin. You you yeah. looked on your table. Yeah. <laughs> I was going through some stuff that I'd tabled. You're like, oh, Led Zeppelin, uh, I, Homicide, Life on the Street, David I, Foster yeah. Wallace. Which one of these? I asked my secretary if there was any old business. <laughs> she said, well. Yes, Mr. Thorne. You've been cons- <laughs> I'm a classic comedy sketch secretary. <laughs> So I went with, uh, allow me to adjust my cat's eye eyeglasses. (laughs) (laughs) I'm wearing too many crinolines under my (laughs) skirt. Well, you can uh, listen to Led Zeppelin, play chess in a public park, macrame, (laughs) hold for Mr. Blueberry. (laughs) Wait a minute. What is crinoline? A crinoline. That's is, what jumped out. Of I don't know me. what yes. crinoline is. Either. The whole thing was great, but crinoline. I got stuck <laughs> Thank a you for saying it was like great. Crinoline is like a crinkly nylon thing that you mm. that gives volume to your skirt. Ah. Oh, okay. I know what that is. It's like a what if? It's what a, like a fifties lady would wear well into the sixties when she became a classic television sketch secretary. But can you imagine what a, what a world where where women wanted to give volume to their skirt, like to make their ass look bigger? The whole thing? I would be pretty disappointed, honestly. Oh, I know what you're talking about. For like a floofy skirt. Yeah. Imagine like a poodle skirt. Okay, yeah. I would would feel like really betrayed if like it was the 60s and I finally, you know, got up under there and the butt wasn't as big. I'd be like, I would feel lied to. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, yeah. I'm, I think you'd be pretty disappointed every time. Yeah. But it's uh, too late I to turn think... it back when you, by the time sure. you find out. Because it's the 60s you and finish the job. <laughs> you gotta... I don't think any of those undergarments had a slimming effect. Yeah. No. Yeah. Fuck anyway. The, you know, fuck the 60s when you didn't know. I'm glad we live in the now when you know how big a butt is, more or less. Yeah. Before you get all up in there. That's I exactly right. started with Led Zeppelin 1. Just put that's, it on. A good, that's exactly where you should have started. And just put it on my phone and been listening to it. And when I'm driving around the car, I feel like rocking out. Just on the little speaker on it's your a phone. Great out. <laughs> that's that's a speaker on my phone, exactly. So you, you know. get the full experience. Well, I hold it up to my ear for yeah. like, because I want to feel like I'm in a stadium when they were fucking people with yeah, fish. Yeah, like sure, that. sure. They didn't fuck people with fish in a stadium. <laughs> yeah, they did. Though I'd like to see it. I believe I believe they did. I I would like you to Check reference their facts on that. Uh, your facts on that. That one. happened in California. No, Seattle. It was Seattle. The fish fucking. There's a plaque in Seattle. Yeah, yeah. Can go. But, but on this, this on this very, spot. In you're right. I completely forgot. It not in a stadium. It was at Pike's Place Market. That's exactly right. <laughs> Where they still toss fish. Yeah, it's in tribute. <laughs> Stands to reason. <laughs> in tribute to John Paul Jones. Which one of them? Uh, which one of them did the fish fucking? Did they? Was is it a group? Supposedly effort? none of them. Supposedly it was the the roadies. But hmm. they could have just done that to even roadies were doing that. That's amazing. Well, they've got the time. <laughs> I mean, what you've uh, you know, you have an off day, rolled up all those the cables to impress. Sure, you got to go down. Are fucking chicks with fish? The band doesn't have time to visit the monger. Right. That's a well. As the story goes, they were fishing out their hotel window, <laughs> which seems impossible to me. Yeah. Right. But that's as the story goes, and they were like, uh, red, it, I guess it just depends on how amazing you are. Yeah, I mean. I would like to think it's all true. Right. I mean, I feel bad. I don't feel bad because I bet if I got, if I was a willing and comfortable adult participant in a fish fucking, (laughs) 
involving right. Led Zeppelin or even their roadies, as long as there was no deception or, you know, non-consent involved. I would be you pretty. Know, I thought about I was going to get fucked with an eel, and they're like, "Well, it's a gray area." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're technically fish. That's literally the most legendary sex act of all time, right? Is there a more legendary sex act than? Didn't Chuck Berry fart on someone? Virgin uh, <laughs> no, Mary. I'm sure Chuck Berry's farted. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Chuck Berry's. Hey, you put a few beans in Berry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Toots yeah. McGee all night long. <laughs> Yeah, Chuck sees he's a bad guy. Yeah. Peeing and farting on people. Yeah. <laughs> but you know you know what you're getting into, I would think. Right. If you're with, rolling with Chuck Berry. Yeah. You, oh yeah, you're gonna get you're gonna get blasted in the face. Yeah. When you're tuning into the C B radio, which is what he calls <laughs> Oh man. Plug into the C B radio. Ten four, good buddy. <laughs> Hello, baby. That's the big popper. The big popper. Oh, boy. That's what he said before he farted on people. <laughs> so all of these 50s rockers were into farting on people? Oh, yeah. yeah that was business as usual back then. When they all farted really? at the same time, oh, that's yeah. the day the music died. Really? Like, mm-hmm. Eddie, what about Eddie Cochran? Oh, the, maybe, the, maybe the biggest of the bunch. Oh, really? What about Richie Valens? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jerry Lee, Jerry Lee Lewis? Buddy Holly, yeah. Little Richard? Oh. Mm-hmm. Even Little Richard. Even Little Richard. That's exactly right. Wow. They were all famous face farters. Man alive. I did not. You know, you learn something. I love what I love about hanging out with guys like you. So you always learn something about America's treasured yeah. shared history. I mean, yeah. yeah. I and mean, like the music industry really took a look at itself after Altamont. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when the farting stopped. Right. The, I've heard that referred to as the yeah, day yeah. the farting stopped. Yeah, there's the day the music died when they all farted at the same time. Yeah. And the day the farting stopped was all I tomorrow. believe the day the music died was the day that they all burped and farted. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that physically possible? Oh, totally. Die. Yeah, yeah. That seems like, that seems it's like, like something like that. rocks and coke. <laughs> what are we talking about? This is I'm... so stupid. It's gold. I All killer, should... no filler. Colin, <laughs> yeah. Colin Marshall is on the yeah, computer Yeah, no fat right on this now. episode. Colin Marshall is on the computer right now, and uh, he's unsmiling, but I choose to believe it's because he's on Wikipedia looking up who has died from burping and farting <laughs> at the same time. I'm trying to figure out, could you do it? I think, like, a yogi could do it. Yeah, yeah. you would have to have incredible control. Someone, like, who'd reach some state. What about someone like an Ornette Coleman or something like that who could do circular breathing and stuff? Yeah, he could do it. Sting right. could totally do it. Sting, yeah. Sting could do anything. Mm-hmm. I feel like Sting could do, you know that thing that French guys do where they jump out of an airplane and then they go, and all of a sudden they've got wings? Oh, sure, yeah. Flying mm-hmm. down to the ground? I, I gotta say, I, I'm not, I don't know about this one. You don't think Sting Frenchmen could do it? Have, no, no, no. Frenchmen the Frenchmen have, uh, they have, have a flap of skin going from the arm oh, to the torso. Okay, yeah. Like a flying squirrel scenario. Yeah, sure. Okay. They're not actually flying, they're gliding, but. Somebody's never been to Au Bon Pain. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's like one of those weird, like, European extreme sports. Like, oh, yeah, when they have this suit. Wait, that's French guys that do this? Yeah, and like, but also like, like beautiful, like, Parisian nude models will do it too. I love those. Yeah. I mean, of course, they're not totally nude. They're in the, but they're a nude model who will also, yeah, later. Yeah. And presumably, Stan does this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Or is capable of doing it. 
Yeah, he's, gosh. He does it all except stay friends with Stuart Copeland. Am I right, guys? <laughs> Rock and roll humor. Rock humor. I'm on Stuart's side, I feel like. What's that argument about? How much uh, the, the loot rocks? Sting says a lot. Stuart Copeland yeah. says not at all. I don't know. Who knows? What did you? Yeah, is that a? Fa- I guess I know that they hate each other, but I don't know why. They didn't. They do. They did do a reunion tour at some point, didn't they? Not they that did. long ago. They did, and there's a story that it, at at some point that Stuart Copeland stood up behind the drums at practice, a rehearsal. They probably rehearse. They mm-hmm. don't practice, <laughs> and. And read. Well, because they have the choreography to learn. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they re- read. He read aloud some scathing review that Sting got for like his solo album. <laughs> that's fucked up. Yeah, that's totally yeah. fucked up. But probably well deserved. Sure, I would think. Too much loot. Said yeah. The, uh, said the review. That's exactly too much right. loot. Not enough rain stick. Isn't Sting writing an opera or something right now? Isn't uh, that what that's Sting's such up a to? Dick move. Yeah. <laughs> To write an opera? No, yeah, I hate when I tell that to like, Mozart. <laughs> no, I think he, I don't get me wrong. I like a nice, I'd like a nice opera, Don Giovanni. But I don't think you should you, you should be like in the rock idiom and then be like, like. Okay, so I guess what's the, it's like the Billy Joe writing classical? Music. There's so much don't precedent that, for that sucking. Like, when has that worked out good for someone? I Never. feel like you can look at well, like, oh, remember Elvis Costello's weird. Musical, don't do that. You know, like no. there's so many, so much evidence for it being bad. I, I mean, bet there are instances. The all right with it. I, I bet there are <laughs> instances did? of well, the Who, yeah, because they oh, did. Shit, yeah. Though I don't know. I mean, but that's mostly. T- I mean, you listen to a you listen to a Who song that's from their like uh, we're doing high minded rock musicals, we're doing rock operas, yeah, and then you listen to a regular Who song. And you're just like, eh, you just sort of strung them together. Like, I'm glad that helped you write songs. You're right. But, but... that's why I like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fair. I don't like The Who after they, once they go into, like, the arena rock phase, I, I'm done. Oh, yeah. No interest. Done? You're completely out. No interest. Magic Bus? That's pre- That's pre- arena, arena rock. rock. I was going to say. I'm, t- like, won't get fooled again. Don't okay. care. Sure. Same thing with the Kinks. The Kinks were like, yeah, boy. When, the, once when they the, when the Kinks became arena rock, a better, oh. better at being a bad. They uh, the the songs really uh, really stink. Those and the and songs. they ruined all their old songs from the sixties. Oh yeah, because they like played them like. Argh. Sure. Anyway, cut that part out. You know what my mm-hmm. favorite who song. You hate is? for Ray Davies to be listening. I have a good Ray Davies story that involves him not at all, but. <laughs> I'll tell it. Let's Yay. hear it. I'm in London. The popular town. No, you're town. not. I like I am where this is number going. Number one bullshit. <laughs> Los Angeles. I am in Los Angeles right now, but um, I'm a huge Kinks fan. And I, so I was in London just partying. And, but this Sweet. was the true part. Having a warm My beer. friend, yeah, my friend Carl Arnheider had Terry Jones of Monty Python fame. On his, the, he interviewed him at Sketchfest, San Francisco, and for the listener, I know you guys know what I'm am sure. saying Thank when you. I say Sketchfest. Sure, and I know you guys know what I mean when I say Terry Jones. You mm-hmm. could have been referring to Sketchfest New York. True. Is there one? There is. There, I don't know if there is one. There certainly was one. Okay. Seattle still has one. Oh, fine. But anyway, sure. Uh, so we're in London and. And somehow Carl's emailing with Terry Jones, and Terry's like, let's get a beer. Carl's like, 
you got to come and have a beer with Terry Jones. Sure, and I yeah. was like, that's too Yeah, much. you don't pass that up. Well, I almost did because I was like, I can't deal with that. That's too much yeah. pressure. Hard to, to be casual. Hang out and have a beer. So I almost didn't go. and uh, But then I went and we're sitting there and I was just trying to hold it together and be like a normal guy having a beer. And Terry did Jones, you come? Did you bring any plans with you? Like, like were you? Did you write down some questions, like bullet about points mi- about mid- some observations about medieval times? <laughs> no, I just I couldn't. I have added less to the. I, I'm almost arguably I do that in any social setting. I drink <laughs> very little. Um, and polite listening. <laughs> yeah, I smile and I nod. And we're sitting there, and he was he was delightful, and I was just like, right, I'm gonna go take a piss. I don't think I said it like that. Excuse myself. Sure. Come back to the table. Terry Gilliam's sitting there. Whoa, cool. And I'm like, how? I don't know what how that yeah. happened. And Terry Gilliam is like, he's from, I think, Minnesota. Yeah. Do you think Terry Jones just said, do you want me to call any other members of Monty Python? <laughs> I don't know how it, I, it very well could have been that Terry Gilliam just happened to be there. Because they live both by this pub. Is it all? Can I ask you this? Yes. Is it possible they have an app? The Monty Python beer. Yeah, that beeps app? when they're nearby <laughs> each other. It's I, yeah, like a grinder for like a Monty grinder Python. for members called, of Monty Python. It's, it's like grinder. It's called Wink Wink Nudge Nudge. <laughs> <laughs> well, Say so no more, you swipe right if you want the, if you want Eric Idle to come. <laughs> swipe left if you don't want him to come. Eric Idle was there too. No, he yeah. was. It was just the two of them, and then. So I'm like, God damn it. Like, it's just, I can't handle, you mm-hmm. know, I'm trying to hold it together and be. And then Terry Jones is like, well, I was hoping you guys would all come over for dinner. And so we're like, <laughs> okay. And uh, and we're leaving and we're walking through this neighborhood, through Highgate where they live. And, and Terry Jones is like, do you like the kinks? No, no, Terry Gilliam to mm-hmm. me. He's like, do you like the kinks? I'm like, yeah, they're one of my favorite bands. And we're passing this door that's, like, right on the sidewalk. He's like, well, we're good friends with Ray Davies, and he lives right here. We should see if he wants to come out. (laughs) (laughs) We should just knock on his door randomly. That's what they did. Wow, cool. And I was like, fuck you. Like, I don't... What an amazing life. Yeah, but anyway, Ray wasn't home. He didn't come. Do you know where he was? I don't know. Busy? Hmm. Yeah. I think he... I think he's... Like uh, lives in New Orleans okay. or something, maybe hmm. part time. Yeah, you can, you know. Yeah. Anyway, you can cut that out. So, were you, <laughs> did you just say if I'm in that position, and I don't want to speak for you, especially right. in the past? Yeah, I don't have the power to travel between the. I'm no time bandit yet, but I'm. If I were you in that time, what I say is, Gilliam, Jones, fuck you. Right. Suck this high, hard one. Right. Okay. And then I bounce. That's what I should have done. Yeah, you, actually, you piece out of that situation I immediately. I should have done that. I mean, I mean, arguably, I could have just done that because I haven't seen either one of them since. You think about socking them What's in the, the gut? Difference? You could have just socked them in the sock them right in the fucking solar. Plexus. I did. I did think about it. You know, because they take out one of your heroes' day. <laughs> right. Then you're the king. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You if you if you just it's like it's like a Highlander. If you destroy Terry Gilliam, you become Terry Gilliam. Yeah, and then you know you make some weird movies. Looking, I wish. Looking back on it, I wish I had done that. Yeah, 
could have eaten. Then they were, really would have remembered me. You got to cut off the head, though. That's the only way to kill him. Yeah, you could have eaten his brains and gotten his powers. <laughs> oh yeah. Fucking Does that work? Or I don't South think that's Pacific how. Style. That's not how Highlander mythology works, Jesse. You just cut off. The oh, head. I had him as a like, like a Aztec. South Pacific Islander yeah. uh, cannibal. Oh, okay. From okay. before the 1960s. Yeah, it's about when they stopped. Sure. Cannibalizing. Cannibalizing. Not. And let's be clear. Not all South. The the cannibal. Sure. Tribes were the ones that were cannibalizing people. That's a very let's small portion yeah. of all people in yeah. the South Pacific. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. How long? How long have the Highlanders... But I heard a good fresh air about it. <laughs> how Go long ahead, have Jordan. the Highlanders not been cutting off people's heads? That's a really good question. And how long have the Highlanders been living in the South Pacific? <laughs> See, that's something I didn't know about the Highlanders. Oh, yeah. Sure, yeah. They like the... That's what the musical South Pacific is about. <laughs> oh, is it really? Yeah. It's about Highlanders. Well, specifically Sean Connery. Oh, I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Do you think they just like fruity drinks? Yeah, I mean, that's a big part of it. Like, they just like a nice, something, something with pineapple juice and rum. Mm-hmm. Just give me something with five maraschino cherries muddled up at the bottom. Yeah. There can be only one Mai Tai. Mm-hmm. It's their catchphrase. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. Where are we going? It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Hey, guess what? Sponsor on this week's Jordan, Jesse Go, our good friends at Hulu Plus. Hulu Plus has tons of shows. Family Guy, Parks and Recreation, The Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon, every single episode of Community and South Park. That is a lot of episodes of Community and South Park. Yeah, it works on your computer, smart TV, Roku, Apple TV, Xbox, PlayStation, pretty much any streaming device you already own. You know what? South Park is like the show of the millennial generation. Sure. It's the defining show. It's been a lot. It's been on TV as long as I've been alive. They like it more than The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, You'll get (laughs) that. It's true. That's Uh the weird thing about millennials. Um, $7.99 a month. It's easy. Just go to HuluPlus.com slash JJGo and you get two weeks of free full access. Two weeks, completely free. Give it a try. They've also got original shows uh, like Deadbeat, a comedy about a pot-smoking guy who talks to ghosts. Go to HuluPlus.com. What? I just was saying, I want to. I'd like to watch that. Yeah, it sounds. It sounds like it's a an really intriguing funny show. premise. Have you ever checked out Hulu Plus? I love Hulu Plus. Right, I, I watch it all the time. One of your favorite streaming services? Yeah, I, I put it up there as number one. Yeah, I'd say WWE TV. It's number one for me. <laughs> I like Mega Upload. <laughs> number, t- number two is WWF.TV. That's, um, it's a combination of old WWE clips mm-hmm. and clips from the World Wildlife Federation. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like pandas I, okay. and stuff. I'd like to see that. Anyway, go to HuluPlus.com slash JJGo. We'll be back in just a second with more. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I am Jesse Thorne, the voice of the millennial generation. Jordan Morris, boy detective. I'm Dave Hill from Cleveland. That's no good, right? Can That's, I d- it should be catchier. Well, I mean, what I like about it is, is that it's informative. It's straight to the point. Sure. Dave, can I tell you something? Yeah. I happen to have let you into our parking garage here at MaximumFun.org. I appreciate it. And I have to say that as a millennial, I thought you had a dope Chevy Spark. Yeah, was that what I'm driving? Yeah. 
That is I, it's a, dope a rent spark. Boy, that's such a great like. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the thing about the rental cars is they're cars that you have never heard of, but yeah, are ever, ever recent s- apparently. Yeah, a Chevy Spark. Like, who do you know that has a Chevy Spark? No, nobody. That I was a lot just of us dope millennials. I guess so. Every yeah. rental car is a car that sees no other life outside of being a rental car. A Kia Trout. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I I had a Suzuki Esteem <laughs> at once, and at my uh, getting uh, uh, guys, if you want to do spend twenty minutes just going around thinking of fake rental car names, no, I think that'd be a, a real, great use of time. I, there's a real car that I got one time, yeah. Suzuki Esteem, and I thought a good catchphrase was getting you where you're going while taking what's left of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Your Esteem. You get it? Yeah. Sure. Um, I. Uh, I liked that for a little while. A Panasonic blimp. She, the Chevrolet they make corporations. Cars? The Chevrolet corporations' main contribution to the rental car industry was a car that literally was not available for sale. That was just called the Chevy Classic. <laughs> like it's just like fucking. I don't know. Car. Just yeah. call it car. <laughs> Wait, but th- do they make cars just for the purpose of being rental cars? Yeah, Chevy Classic. You know this to be this is a true thing. Yeah, the Chevrolet Classic. I did not make that up. But a lot of it was. A, I think it was a model that had been made for a long time. I can't remember. It was like the Caprice or something. It's funny. Had oh. been, the last time I was looking at cars, which has it's been a while, but the last time I was looking at cars, you know, there are some like rental places where you can like buy the cars, and usually they have pretty good prices. Uh, that would be kind of a funny thing to look for, like oh. Like like people who own DeLoreans. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I have one of the 200 classics that they made for Alamo. Yeah. Wow. That'd be a pretty cool collector's item. A lot um, of... Uh, oh, sorry, guys, but yeah. there is something on my mind that I need to get out. Oh, sure. The two things. First of all, I apologize if there's any bass bleed through on this week's uh, mm-hmm. show. There is a Banda concert going on immediately outside <laughs> our studios. Really? So if you hear any... We can hear it in the studio um, right this now. Is, uh, you might not be able to hear it on mic. Today is Bonda in the Park Saturdays. I guess it's Bonda in the Park Saturday. There's a fucking full-on tilt-a-whirl situation going on out there. Really? How did I miss Wilshire, that? Wilshire Boulevard is jumping. Why do they always have music in parks that no one would ever listen to at home? <laughs> because they're booked by a guy who's a rec manager. <laughs> the guy whose job it is to manage a, a group of softball bats. <laughs> Yeah, you're relying on the musical taste of someone uh, whose job it is to get a deposit for a kickball. <laughs> yeah. Like ten to eleven a.m. on their on their schedule says book band. Eleven a.m. to twelve says draw lines with chalk. <laughs> but it's That's why. Like, Although I would guess that there is probably a pretty big crowd out there for the Bonda concert. Yeah, there is. No, this is bo- this is Bonda country. Yeah, it is. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. We're in that. a Bonda. We're in a Bonda neighborhood. I think. What is Bonda? It's a type of. Uh, it's a long-standing type of uh, Mexican dance music. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It has a lot of umpa in it. Oh, oh. So it's got. It's like a polka. Yeah, it's like a polka y dance oh, music. Oh, but because, you know, the Germans, they went down there. Yeah, a lot of Germans in Mexico. And they dropped hit, off some tubas and then fucking booked exactly it. That's exactly right. They, they got the Mexicans, were like, here, this is how it's done. <laughs> we'll check back with you. Sure. In a couple, about, couple Hungarians down there, I think, too. You know, a few Easterns dropped off Louis C.K. for a little while. <laughs> mm hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to, I just wanted to apologize if there's any bleach. For through. the nasty Latin beat. Number yeah. The dirty, 
Latin beat. Oh, I meant na- I meant nasty in the sexual sense. Yeah, like I was like wondering there... why, like maybe people were listening and feeling more sexual than normal. I mean, a that's because I'm on the show. Yeah, I want to settle everyone. But this is a double dose of extra sexuality. Yeah, yeah, maybe a little too much. If you're worried that there's ants in your pants, there are, but they're metaphorical ones. <laughs> sure, that's why you want to dance. Yeah. Unless you're listening to us in the desert, then there very well could be fire ants in your sleeping bag, and you're going to want to take care of that. Yeah. They will bite off your penis or vagina. Or vulva. Can you bite off a vagina? You could... I don't know. (laughs) Lord knows I've tried. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I set you up. Um, It's June, guys. You know what that means? June gloom. (sighs) What? No, Jordan. It's not June gloom. No. It's classic. Well, then what am I experiencing? If you've been in any Hallmark store. Why am I so gloomy? In any Target store, in any, any, if you've watched morning television, you know what June means. It's dads versus grads. Oh, yeah. A battle to the death. Wait, uh, wait. Oh, oh, oh. Because of Father's Day. Yeah. I'm like a detective. <laughs> <laughs> I got to figure that out. Um, Dads versus grads. And yeah. you know what? I'm rolling with dads this year. Fuck grads. Wow. Yeah, they can suck it. Right? I, I vote Sorry, for... grads. Congratulations on not dropping out of middle school or whatever. <laughs> Enjoy yeah. your optimism. I made life. I fucking created life using my balls and my wife. <laughs> yeah. So are you worried about retaliation from grads? Are you worried that a bunch of kind of wide-eyed... Those grads can suck my dick. Oh wow, you're getting in there too, Dave. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I, I think I'm going to remain neutral in this fight. You're not. On I the guess side I don't have dads a do- or grads. I guess yeah. I guess I don't have a dog in the fight. Yeah, that's true. You've never graduated from anything, and you don't have a father. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big quitter, and I don't talk to my dad anymore. Oh, that's true. So you got babies? I no, don't have a baby. You thinking about it? I got nothing, guys. I'm a I'm a wandering Ronin. Have you ever uh-huh. thought about just quitting using condoms? Yeah, I could like tricking a woman, just know? seeing what happens. Yeah, just blasting it in there. I think a lot. Of <laughs> Jesse's made a dice rolling motion, <laughs> a big, yeah, a big swath, like of, a yeah. classic crap J- shooting. Jizz. Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, that's I me thought you were me. just throwing a handful of jizz. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, can you Dave Fusite? Are you on? Jordan's neutral. Are you with me on for dads, yeah, or are you with grads? You told you told grads to suck your dick. Yeah, they can suck my bod. Right. <laughs> yeah, because number one, they're insolent. Mm-hmm. Number two, their achievement's not that remarkable. Sure. No. Number unless three, you, unless you may be graduating from like an engineering school or something. Number three, nice mortarboard dipshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Get a real hat. What are you doing? Cutting cheese on your head? Hmm. Now you're cutting cheese out of your butt right into your <laughs> special dress. <laughs> you're pulling a Chuck Berry in your gown. <laughs> When did this become <laughs> fart show? I don't yeah. know. I don't think we cool made with a, it. I'm cool with it. made a fart joke in the eight years we've been <laughs> doing this show. Yeah, I, don't, I, I thought you guys had an elevated thing going on. Wiz is a very You're wearing a goddamn program. t-shirt today. Yeah, I am. Fart it's jokes. True. I'm yeah. wearing a t-shirt. It's not a graphic tee. It's a pocket tee. Right, yeah. I like it. I don't want anyone out there to think that I'm I'm wearing a t-shirt that says like, you know, 10,000% nerd or something like that. And it's got a picture of a Dr. Who phone booth. <laughs> they make those? Yeah. I bet it would sell. Uh, yeah, no shit. <laughs> I, uh, I was talking to someone who read a uh, biography of one of the doctors. And he said that a regular thing that happened was he would meet a woman who was a fan. 
uh, and on multiple occasions, they all wanted to be tied up with the scarf <laughs> while they did it. <laughs> oh, wow. He said, like, that was a thing he could count on. Do like, all Doctors Who wear scarves? Uh, I don't. I think for, I think this was one of the scarf wearing doctors. I mean, again, I I am I uh, right. That kind of like I know what you're talking about. Like that, like Harry Potter scarf they wear. Sure, right yeah. with the fringes and everything, the whole nine yards. Yeah, like a classic nitty scarf. Mm-hmm. I know that scarf. Yeah, that you're talking apparently about. they it was regularly used in kind of a light bondage situation. Man, I love it. It's like yeah. it's like that book that the guy that played Robin wrote. Bert, what's his name? Oh, I'd have never heard of this. Burt Ward? Yeah, I feel like Burt Ward wrote a tell-all book about, <laughs> about, about what it was like to be fucked by Adam West. <laughs> no! That's not what they did. They they double-teamed chicks. Oh, did they? With fish. Yeah, Catwoman. <laughs> they went down to Pike's Place Market. Yeah. Catwoman. The original cat... Was that her name? Catwoman? Am I yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. The original one. There were several original Catwomens, if you're talking about that. Who are the original Catwomen? The 60s show. Boy, one is Eartha Kitt. Eartha Kitt. Julie Newmar. That one. The next one. Julie, Julie Newmar. Yeah. Yeah. She gave... When I was a little kid and saw those reruns, I was just like, intercourse. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even know what I it was. I think I'm interested in it now. But I was just like, yeah. Oh, interesting. I remember watching... Do you like... Well, we, uh, uh, now, do you like... Has that... And, that, and this is a kind of a personal question. I'm sorry if it's I'll too answer. Have personal. you had intercourse since then? <laughs> no, no. Yeah, okay. No, have I you have ever not. penetrated Like, a if you, like, were to I see not, a, no. a picture of a sexy woman in a Catwoman outfit, was that would that be interesting to you beyond just it being a sexy woman? No, okay. probably not. Yeah, I feel the same way. Like, I was just thinking, when he, as soon as he said that, I, re, I thought watching the 70s version of Wonder Woman mm-hmm. – in syndication in the 80s. So I'm a millennial. I'm not a Gen right. Xer. You would have seen it in its original run, Dave, <laughs> since you're <laughs> Every so cl- close night. to the grave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, uh, I remember having that feeling of sexualness mm-hmm. and not knowing what it was. But just knowing I wanted to see more of this woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this wonderful woman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> have you seen these... Um... There's these awful commercials on now. Awful commercials. Uh, they're direct TV commercials, and they feature a nightmare puppet family. Yes, I have seen the nightmare puppet commercials. Who who signed who off the on the fuck? nightmare puppets? I mean, I and can... Why is everyone complaining about those puppets with uh, the rocket basketball player? Those commercials with the rocket basketball player when they could be complaining <laughs> about the nightmare puppet child commercial. To be fair, there's a lot of awful commercials. Um, what about do you, do you guys have the general out here? Auto yeah, insurance? the general with the the like, like world war CGI. Shitty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what if we had like a little uh, CGI? Mustache general, he could probably move some insurance. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't. Who's probably that. racist? Yeah, yeah. That's just yeah. Hi, I'm the general. You have you got auto insurance? I'm probably racist. <laughs> <laughs> let me see before I sell you your insurance. Let me see your skull ridge. Then we'll talk. <laughs> oh, general, you're the worst. Um. So, yeah, so there's this awful – so these DirecTV commercials, the idea is they're trying to sell you a cable box without wires. Right. And so people are talking. Ooh. They're like, hey, this cable box is great. It doesn't have wires. And then it's implied that the person has a family member that's a marionette, and they've made these real marionettes that kind of come into the scene, and they just are terrible. 
terrifying. I guess you could like if someone pitched you that idea, you're like, oh, okay, I could maybe see that that's a thing you would want to put on TV. But just whoever made these puppets is clearly in a dark place. Well, the thing it's like is, maybe the last thing H.R. Geiger did before he died. <laughs> they are so awful. I feel like number one, we we just received your emails. Yes, it is Geiger. <laughs> Number two. Wait, is it Giger? Yeah, it's this, Giger. I think that's just how I think that's just how Super Ego says it. No, that's I how think it's Giger, right? It's pronounced oh, well. Giger. Okay. Oh wow, I thought it was Giger yeah. all this no, time. No, it's oh. Giger. They say it that I feel way because like, that's how it's pronounced. I feel like a real chump. Um, well, well I think you're in the solid majority of people <laughs> who like, just who have just read it and not heard it said. Who looks at that and thinks, oh yeah, that's Giger? Yeah, someone with a Wait, German I thing. I think that the problem essential the essential problem is that like. At some point, the guy who thought of an idea, even if the idea was okay mm-hmm. for a commercial, and you know, what, now there's nothing wrong with marionette member of the family. Sure. It could even be funny. I get how it's how it relates to the product. It's that, not just random. I I, I got to be honest. I don't. Is it because of the strings? Yeah, it's the like strings that cause problems. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I saw one where a child marionette was whipped up by a ceiling fan. <laughs> That's funny. And hurt very badly. <laughs> I haven't seen apparently, that one. I like it. Apparently hurt very badly. Um, like you could pitch that and somebody, your other like uh, advertising industry asshole buddy goes, uh, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it's like Tim and Eric. Uh, you know snort. What I mean? That's what they say to each other. And then, uh, but then by the time it is a television commercial... So many horrible things have happened to it. <laughs> and the co- guy who's directing it, he's not funny. Sure. He's just some asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, even, like, and funny people sometimes, Christopher Guest or Tim and Eric will get to direct a commercial. That's how they make their money. But they didn't think of the funny idea in that instance. They're just there like, oh, God, well... At the end of this three days, I'll have $500,000. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, and my name won't explicitly be on this. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got to get in on this action. Yeah, you probably should. Um, I, I thought blogging was the way. Oh, no, yeah, it's blogging blogging. and commercials. That's where the money oh, is. Oh. You go, it goes blogging, music videos, commercials, commercials. features. It's the David Fincher model. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, David Fincher's blog is great. <laughs> His mommy blog is really terrific. Well, Jordan, I don't, don't, uh, don't. Dave would know a little bit more as a Gen Xer. He would sure. remember it. Then. Sure, yeah. This was the this early is, '80s. You're asking oh, okay. This was his David Fitcher's news group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Alt dot darkness. Um, <laughs> Alt dot purple movie. <laughs> um. So, uh, so I here's my thing. Just my thing with these this puppet family right. is that it is one of those things that is so distinct that I am afraid there are twelve year olds seeing it and it is being imprinted on their sexuality. Oh, like wait, why? Why would it be imprinted on their sexuality? I guess you know when you hear about an unusual sexuality, a furry or something like that. You know, it can be oh, traced yeah, yeah. to being like to seeing something at a like a, an impressionable age that they just couldn't shake or they were developing at, around the time that you know yeah but i don't think you can control that no yeah oh definitely it i just think hits you yeah that's like, why you just show you home. show people hostess cupcakes mm-hmm. for between like 8 and 14 you show only allow people to look at hostess cupcakes <laughs> so that's all they want to fuck they're, they're easy to get they're cheap they're affordable they're yeah. accessible yeah exactly i just i'm just concerned that they're in you know Six years, ten years, when these impressionable kids are, you know, starting to go out there and 
stick stuff and stuff in their butts. Yeah, there's going to be like a lot of weird Mary cupcakes up oh, there. They're too soft. Sure, yeah. Oh, you're going to want to take them out of the foil first. <laughs> or you could. Oh, it's a ding dong. Sorry, uh, ding dongs are better. Yeah. Well, again, you gotta remove the foil. But the dingsongs are kind of slick and waxy, so I bet it would get up there pretty I, good. I like to freeze them first. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you gotta, yeah, if that's where, where we're headed. If yeah. you're sticking dingdongs or thin mints up there. Thin mints? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> freeze them. Why would you do, you don't have to freeze the thin mint to shove a, to shove it in an orifice. Yeah. But, but if you want it to, if you want to get the maximum cooling power. That's true, yeah. <laughs> Thinking of bed gay. <laughs> I don't. I, I freeze a tube of Bengay. Sometimes. <laughs> oh wow! And you know what? Yeah. Sometimes I'll sometimes I'll freeze a tube of icy hot too. Sure. Uh, I guess I yeah. I guess I'm just worried that there will be puppet sex right. in the near future because of these commercials. You know, I think the problem is, and this is a problem that was driven home by a little bit of time that I spent on the Maximum Fun subreddit, mm-hmm. which I've been enjoying looking at. It's not just Lothware that's on there. There's a lot of different people on there mm-hmm. helping out, sharing stories, upvoting, downvoting, mm-hmm. commenting, all these things you do on a subreddit. Sure. Someone said, I think I must have said on the show that I wanted to know more about different non, non-explicit fetish videos sure, yeah, yeah. and fetish communities. Because Jordan worked on something that involved pie fetishes. Sure. And a feature film. <laughs> was it American Pie? It was. So yeah, I worked on the reboot of American Pie. Um, and It'll be. It's going to be. PG. Guys, spoiler alert. It's going to be really bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, I spent some time looking at some of these things, and it was weird. Yeah. Reddit is a Reddit is a special world where millennials like me sure hang out and be weird. Pretty young things decide <laughs> to try and fuck things they shouldn't try try and fuck. Hmm. Why do people? I I never understand that because I'm maybe it maybe this is the Gen Xer in me, mm-hmm. but I just have I'm just looking to get some friction, right? Sure. And get on with my day. You're looking at if and if you're talking about pornography, you're just you want something French or Swedish. Uh yeah, classier yeah. or German, better, better music. Sure, Pachespiele. <laughs> Good pronunciation. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It's it's interesting. Yeah, I guess I guess part of me like thinks it would be, you know, cumbersome to have a sexual thing. But maybe in a lot of ways it's easier. It kind of like narrows down the people that yeah. you can consider and who can consider you. It's like a smaller community. Sometimes when I read uh, a tweet that Kevin Allison sent mm-hmm. about oh. how much about how much he loves Asian boys. He d- he's into He's really sure. into Asian, Asian. If you're a homosexual Asian guy, Kevin Allison will do anything you want. And he knows how to do a v- wide variety of things. He he's taught a classes. class in it. Yeah. yeah. Whatever he's doing to you, he's well, instructed people how to do. And I always think, like, like I guess my version of that is being in love with my wife. You yeah, know what I mean? Your That's wife, your bondage. Your wife is your little Asian man. Yeah. I Come guess here. so. But do, have you ever heard this and this is But, not... like, what if anytime. Anytime I was like, like my, you know, like anytime I was at a five when I wanted to be at a nine, you know what I mean? Mean arousal wise? Yeah. She could just put on a a, semi or a, yeah, or a baseball bat. And she, (laughs) she could just, well, I'm I'm just talking, I don't have any problems with my range. Right. Yeah. I'm just saying in terms of interest. I'm just saying in terms of interest. Okay. 
she could just she could just put on those like angel wings from the Victoria's Secret fashion show because oh, yeah. that was my thing, uh-huh. and then I was like, you know what does, I mean? Does like, she have those? I should buy her some. Wait, so that... I should buy her. You know what I should buy her? Invisible lasso. Hmm. Oh yeah. Makes well the her jet is invisible. The lasso is visible. It makes you tell the truth. Oh, I should buy her an invisible jet. Then. Yeah. But you're gonna have to buy, buy an invisible hanger for it. Oh, there's a whole upkeep. Yeah, well, there's some whole... invisible upkeep that you're gonna need to do. Dave, wait, sorry, Dave. Did you? Did you? You had a fetish thought. I feel like I wait. I I can't remember now. I'll share oh, a fetish thought that I. Oh had. wait, okay. no, I had a it. thought. This is not remember because have you ever heard this? I didn't make this up. That people say like when you date Asian women, this is a horrible thing that people say. Yeah, people I've are fucked up. I'm I'm that bracing myself like, for a horrible thing. That Asian women is your last stop before dating men. If you're a man, like it's your last last stop before you just that's start very racist dudes. and i'd never heard that one <laughs> well i i prefaced it by saying this yeah. is not <laughs> i'm with you i know i i'm not targeting you i prefaced it by saying this is in no way my right. notion sure no it's just been something i have not heard that that awful yeah. people say sure right so like terry a gilliam. weird like a weird grandpa it's just something terry gilliam said to you by the same yeah <laughs> the same logic which is you, horrible logic yes right do you think Kevin Allison is about to go straight. Oh, oh. interesting. Yeah. Next thing you this know, blew your mind. Watch out, ladies. We're gonna see him with a, you know, thirty-six, twenty-four, thirty-six blonde yeah. bombshell. I don't here think is, any of that's true. Here I, I don't is think the, no, no, no. Yeah. Here's the fetish thought that I had. Mm-hmm. I watched some pie videos mm-hmm. that were linked to from the Reddit. I really liked watching the pie videos. Wait, what it are the pie? Like, do people? Oh, so yeah, this is a this is a fetish, and it's something you can like. There's a lot of on YouTube. It's just like a really, you know, modely looking woman. Like usually, look like someone who would be like on a Hooters calendar. Yeah, sure. Uh, getting hit with a pie. Oh, okay. I yeah. thought it was something else. And yeah, it's a oh, nice yeah. pie too. Like a lot of the videos, are high production qualities, good looking sure. women, and a nice solid graham cracker crust. Mm-hmm. Well, it yeah. chunks up nicely. Yeah. This is what okay. So I I had never heard of this, mm-hmm. and I looked at a couple on the internet. It's and fun I'll, to watch. I'll tell you something that happened. I I found them mildly arousing, not dramatically. Well, it's the way you've described it. It's arousing. Like if you if there's an attractive woman doing anything, I'm sure. probably going to be into it. But yeah. I mean, I think unless unless she's doing mean things, right? I think, negative things. I think I found it. <laughs> More arousing. Like writing an article for the Huffington Post. <laughs> to see a lady get hit in the fi- in the face with a pie. Mm-hmm. And they always have such a good attitude about it. Yeah, that's like, that's kind of part of the video is it's like, whoa, hey. <laughs> uh, then I might have felt if there was just a lady just chatting mm-hmm. in the bikini that, they're, that they wear in the thing. And again, like not, I'm talking about a, a one or two out of ten point increase. Mm-hmm. But I was shocked by it. I was like, huh, is this, like, if I had grown up in a culture where this was normal, would would I be, like, not a boob guy or a butt guy or a leg guy, but a pie guy? Yeah. Maybe you, yeah, maybe you have the potential in you to be a pie guy. Maybe, maybe I have the potential in, in me to deal pie gal. Should go down <laughs> sure. to the Indian casino the thinking, and find It's the out. thinking man's gambling game. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I was Best really, odds in Pi Gal, I hear. Did you, what, I guess what I'm wondering is, did you have any reaction to watching the video? No, I video? mean, I, I really like, I can really like jive with what you're I saying. I want to see, can I pull these up on, right now? Yeah, sure. We'll t- yeah, we'll take a we'll quick t- break. Watch some Pi Vids. Watch some Pi Vids. You can too. I would if like you go to, to the see... Maximum Fun Reddit, there are still Pi Vid links there. The only problem with loading them up is that it will mess up your algorithm. <laughs> like it will. Like emotionally? Here's the thing. It's a, it's a, it's a tough one because I was like in, on YouTube. Because I was going to go on YouTube and look up pie videos, but then I'm like, oh, but then anytime I go You're on YouTube, it's going to recommend pie videos to me. Oh, yeah, because then you I'm see like, they're like, look who's back. <laughs> <laughs> Here's something for you, creepy. We know what you're looking yeah, for. Peanut yeah, peanut butter cream. <laughs> And what? then I'm like, I'm going to go into private browsing, but then it didn't want to show me pie videos in private browsing because they're, they might not be appropriate for children. Mm. Wait, what is the search for pie video? I don't remember. You know, somebody the, linked to something. Yeah, the one that I, the one, it's called like, it, it kind of implies that they're new to this. The title is like First Time Pie or something like that. Yeah. First, he's like, oh, this is, this oh, is their first yeah, video. I, I, lo- I love it when it's their first time when they're, when they're it's, not. They have no idea they're about to get hit with the pie. On on comment sections like the AV Club or mm-hmm. whatever, they call that firsties. Ah, sure. Yeah. So when you when you see that, that's what that means. Yeah. I feel like no matter how much other stuff I look at on YouTube, my suggested my suggested page will always have a few Japanese championship level Street Fighter matches. <laughs> I feel like for a long time that's exclusively what I used YouTube for. <laughs> what is that? Uh, like, you know, like super, super high level guys playing Street Fighter against each other. We're talking about wow. Daigo versus Gamer B. You would know, you I would know, know this, yeah. ColecoVision, Asteroids. <laughs> Dig Doug. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jessica. <laughs> la, la, la. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland. Dave, it's always a joy to have you here on the program. Oh, thanks. It's a joy to be here. Dave, by the way, not only hosts his own Max Fun podcast, he also hosts the GD. I'm not going to say the full name of it. Because it's profane. It's very profane. The GD Dave Hill Show on WFMU. That's right. In Jersey City, New Jersey. That's right. Uh, and besides that, he's a rock star That's and a right. television star. That's right. Author. That's right. People. That's also true. I was telling a, uh, a friend of mine asked who was going to be on the show today, and I said Dave Hill. And they lost their mind. Probably. And they, they said uh, his book, Tasteful Nudes, is the only book I have uh, laughed so hard at that I cried. And oh, I so uh, agreed that it is a hilarious book. Thank you so much. Is this person really famous? I could get them to blurb <laughs> for me. Yeah, it's actually. Next time. Yeah, it's actually H.R. Uh, Geiger. Oh, my God. Geiger? Uh, Geiger. Oh. Geeker. This is just a German oh, wow. man who runs a sauerkraut store. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, I see. That's such a nice thing to say. Yeah. yeah it's a nice job for a German guy to get when he comes into as, as an immigrant in mm-hmm. this country. Yeah. Do you know... Much more appropriate than, say, a pupusa store. <laughs> What's the place... Uh, I'm derailing something, right, by going on yeah, a tangent. Yeah. But there's this place, a German bar somewhere like the Red something or another. Yeah. Do you know it? Here in town. Good. The Red Lion, maybe? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. So I've been all over. As you mentioned, I'm a rock star. I've been <laughs> all over the world. And I've been all over Germany, like a, like at least t- 10 cities, which is more than most people, I think. Mm-hmm. So I go in there, 
And I start talking to this woman, and she's wearing, like, St. Pauli girl, like, Oktoberfest outfit. Sure. And she's, like, in her 50s. And, like, and so I'm telling her, like, I've been here. I've been all over Germany. I've been here. And she's, like, yeah, that is not where I'm from. I've been. I can tell you were trying to sing a song, but I have no idea which one it is. Oh, I've been everywhere. I'm an everywhere man. Not impressed at all. And I was like, you're not impressed that a, a guy from Cleveland's walking in here and been to like like a dozen cities probably? And she's like, uh, that is not where I'm from. Mm. Like, I didn't name her city. Those selfish Germans. And then... Can I ask you a question then? Sure. Did you fuck her? I did fuck her, yeah. Okay, so it all worked also, out. Also, yeah. not impressed. <laughs> yeah. But I did, I did bond with her and, yeah, what, to what show off my German, my knowledge of Germany. Though you don't have to have much German knowledge to know this, but I said, hey, it's kind of silly they make you dress in that outfit, huh? And uh, she's nice. like, yeah, that would be like if there were an American bar in Germany and, and we made you dress as a cowboy. <laughs> Dave, you Which, are currently dressed fair, as a cowboy. To be fair, I am dressed as a cowboy <laughs> right now. But, you know, because the... the Oktoberfest sort of sure. look is a very small part of Germany. The rest, yeah. which is a letdown, because the first time I went to Germany, I was like, you wanted lederhosen everywhere, pigtails, yeah. yeah, that's little what suspenders, that, alpenhorns, yeah, but you don't get that everywhere. No. It's a bummer. No. It's bullshit. You can't get a nice. You can get schnitzel. You can get a nice schnitzel. Spetzel, spetzel, yeah. That red lion. I had a conversation at Max FunCon, which was this past weekend, and was mm-hmm. a blast with a German Max Funster named Christian. And, uh, came in from Germany. Came Where? in from Germany. I don't fuck, the fuck if I know. Because I've been, mm. yeah, as I mentioned, I've been to a lot of German cities. <laughs> Probably Berlin. Oh, I've been there. Brooklyn, I think, actually, is where he lives. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, currently. Yeah, he lives in Brooklyn. But um, I, uh, uh, we were talking about how uh, people want to tell you about that place in Los Angeles, and you go there, and uh, the food kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, don't go to go for, for, for the food. Go to uh, go to have a bunch of beers. And then walk up dangerous flights of stairs. <laughs> yes. That's the place. Okay. Sponsors on this week's program. Our friends at Warby Parker. Don't walk up dangerous flights of stairs when you're drunk. And mm. don't walk up dangerous flights of stairs without affordable and stylish eyewear. That's exactly. I was going to say that. Warby Parker. They offer fashion-forward prescription glasses starting at $95, including prescription fees. Nine five. That's under $100. They mail them right to that's your house. Pr- that's price to move. They mail them right to your house. Their home try-on program, you can order up to five pairs of glasses. You can try them on, switch back and forth, and you can decide what you want to keep and what you want to return. It's easy. You can send them back free. There is no obligation to purchase. It is a really remarkable Program. So, I'm going to get some of these and wear them to watch Hulu Plus. <laughs> you, got it. you got it. You got it. Go the Hulu Plus will come in clearer. Yeah, yeah. I love it. WarbyParker.com slash JJGo to choose your five free tri- home try-on frames. What's cool is you get five frames in the mail. Mm-hmm. You can wear one frame. You can you could have a three-frame rotation. You could have a five-frame rotation for the price you pay at your optometrist. Wait, but then then do you – what, you tell them what your prescription is? Yeah, tell, you to tell them your prescription. And then they they're say, like, they here you go. go. Yeah, if you go, go to uh, our special URL, warbyparker.com slash JJGo, you get free three-day shipping. Warbyparker.com slash JJGo. It's just that easy to have great-looking eyewear. Did you make that up or is that their slogan? I made it up, but I'm a pretty talented ad man. It's great. That's really good. Yeah, thank you. That's I also good. came up. I came up with a really good thing. I won't explain the whole concept, but suffice it to say, it equates 
uh, it equates a simpler way to deliver television signals to mm-hmm. your television to what if one's children were terrifying uh, wooden robots. Jesse, are oh, you H.R. Okay. Geiger? I am H.R. Geiger. No, Geiger is a different guy. I'm Geiger. Geiger is I'm, dead, everyone. I'm Geiger, the sauerkraut king. <laughs> um, we've also got some stuff up on the, the Jumbotron. I like this one. Gumblms. G-M-B-L-M-Z, all caps. So Gumblms wrote to us to say, I'm building a giant spinning 3D maze. <laughs> this will take a literal ton of steel, so I'm asking for some help. And then in parentheses, the irony of promoting a Burning Man project on JJ Go isn't lost on me, but I've been a fan for a long time and thought it would be a fun way to support the show. Jordan, are you going to hit up Gumbums? Oh, I'm going to go. go to Burning Man? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go to Kickstarter. Yeah. I'm going to type in Gumbums, G-M-B-L-M-Z, and I'm going to support this giant spinning 3D maze that uh, needs a ton of steel. Should we make up a rap about it? I'm GMB LMZ. I'm here to say that I'm a 3D maze in a major way. That's. I mean, I don't see any reason to keep going with that. You're already pretty That's much a great, did a perfect job. That's a great rap. Yeah, it's a very good rap. We also have uh, Drew Farnsworth's novel, Graham's Charlotte. It's a young adult novel by Drew Farnsworth. It has a secret code for Jordan Jesse Go listeners and an appearance by Chip Dipson. Hey. So that's pretty good. The first person to decode the secret code and tweet their answer to at Drew underscore Farnsworth wins a $50 Amazon gift card, a custom handmade mug. That's You have to go to the porcelain store in the mall for that. Oh, yeah. And the, sunglass, huh? <laughs> the next encrypted clue to either decode personally or crowdsource. Graham's Charlotte is on Amazon in paperback and ebook and in select bookstores. It's called Graham's Charlotte. Uh, by Drew Farnsworth. If you want to get up on the Jumbotron, sure. it's easy. Go to MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. It's easy. Drew did it. Gumbooms <laughs> did it. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, I'm totally stopping by Gumbooms when I'm in uh, Burning Gumbooms. 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 MaximumFun.org slash Jumbotron. If you want to sponsor Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, email us at Teresa at MaximumFun.org. We'll be back in just a minute on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morse, boy detective. Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland. This hey. is my real voice. <laughs> oh, finally, you dropped the act. Yeah, yeah. This is I. 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 I can't keep up. The, the other was like a Pee Wee type character. Yeah, the- <laughs> Dave, you have inspired me. I'm going to talk in my real voice yes, as well. It's the voice of a man that pays for things with his own money. Also, this is my real cadence. Yes. I'm gonna talk in a Smokey Robinson falsetto. That's yeah. Is that your real voice, <laughs> Jesse? We're saying goodbye to artifice. And talking in our real voices. I'm yeah. making up artifice that you guys left on the table. I'm extra artificial because I'm singing in falsetto. Well, I'm just saying I think the audience would appreciate bum, if you would bum, be honest. You're, with them. you're going back into your fake voice. Oh, no. You're not maintaining I guess I've just been voice. lying for so long. The thing is... I don't know what's real and what's a lie anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
what's to stop me Tis from actually talking? In the, do you think it's just psychology <laughs> okay. that causes too one much. to speak like this? No, no, Dave's, di- Dave's digging deep. What no, you? like, why? I can speak with this instrument like this. Yeah. But do you think it's just my own psychology that causes me to rather than speak like you this? You have a natural place where just your voice talk goes. like this. I think, yeah, you know I think you, you like it's like um, nose bone size. Okay. Yeah. I got a big nose bone. Yeah, so. You know, know what I'm they saying? say about a big nose bone? Yeah, big nose. Big nose. Good smeller. <laughs> no. Frequently injured. <laughs> yep. You got a poor. You got a problem with smelling? I don't. No, I don't think I have a problem with breathing. Yeah. I don't think. I think I smell just fine. I'm a bad breather too. I got to put on breathe right strips sometimes. <laughs> do you? I, I have sleep apnea, the not so silent killer. <laughs> yeah. Did you, did you? Did you have to go to a sleep apnea clinic yeah. and stuff? Yeah. Yeah. I got, I've. I've. Uh, I've had a. a just a touch of sleep apnea. My wife noticed it. Uh, and I went to the doctor, and they, they're like, well, keep an eye on it. I I snore like a mofo, and it's legendary. Ask around. Like, <laughs> Who so should we many ask? Who bleary should I ask? Eye, I've woken up next to so many bleary-eyed ladies <laughs> who just didn't sleep Dave, a the wink. sex was great, but oh, the snoring. Oh, the look on a PYT's face when I wake <laughs> up in the morning and see her bloodshot eyes like... Oh my God! You kept me up all night. Yeah, with your snoring. <laughs> Sorry, I said it's sexual. Have you ever used a breathe right strip? Do you sleep with a mask? I, or... I have a machine. Yeah, I do. Do you use it? I haven't been using it recently because uh, you don't care about li- life or death. You don't care that much. Edge. I don't have know. Have you been sipping scissor? Excuse me. Purple drink. Like just uh, the. Have you been drank and drank? No, no. Well, that's good. That's going to help you out. What do you mean? Because it, it could suppress your uh, waking up. Jesse's reflexes. asking if you abuse codeine cough syrup. Oh, that's... Oh, oh, oh. I'm into wash. Do you mm. know that is? Mouthwash? Swallowing yeah, mouthwash? Yeah. So you're drunk? I do a lot of washing. I did a yeah. little bees in the other day. What's that? You take Burt's Bees chapstick and you rub it on your eyelids. Uh-huh. I mean, that's the way I like to connect with millennials. And what happens? Uh, You know, you just get super jacked. Juiced. Are you serious? I think it's yeah. That's like one of those like true. that's one of those local news things. Like every teen is doing this. No, because if, like if you can absorb it through your eyelids, you could absorb it through your lips. Yeah, I think it's not real. This is not real. No, Beason. but according to a local news report, it's an epidemic. You know how do the people. How does Bert afford all that cocaine to put in that? Because <laughs> it's what three dollars a tube. Oh, he's like a it's he's like a beer. Colombian plantation owner. Oh, so he just yeah. needs a place to get rid of it. Yeah. For He's him, got too much cocaine. For him, it's just like, ay, 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 too much cocaine. Yeah, Colombia. Been there. Cocaine farms are like. For me, Bert. <laughs> are like the, um, you know, like how out here they give corn subsidies. Right. I mean, there's just a glut of cocaine out there, so they're just looking for places to get it. Because of the cocaine. powerful Iowa senators. Sure, exactly. Yeah, Tom Tom Harkin. Mm-hmm. Is that his name? I don't know. Haskell? Yeah. Ellen Barkin. <laughs> She's Alan great. Arkin? Yeah, she's great in everything. Love Senator her. Alan Arkin. Mm-hmm. Let's hear our first call. Hello. Hey, Jordan, Jesse Guest. This is Sean in Boston calling with a momentous occasion. Uh, I was in a sex shop earlier today uh, because I'm an American, and there was a man probably about, I'd say 50 or so, in there, uh, hands full of a giant purple dildo, at which point his flip phone rang, He picked it up and immediately shouted into the phone, I will call you back in five minutes, slammed the phone shut, and ran up to the register. 
<laughs> Thanks, guys. Love the show. Wait, was that a question? No, that was just a call. It's just a fun... He's <laughs> just saying something that happened to him. Oh, oh. Wow. I mean, if you want to give him some advice, you can. It's a segment called Momentous Occasions. That is a momentous yeah. occasion. I don't like this contempt for people with flip phones. Yeah. I would like to see people do more with the flip phone form factor. Mm-hmm. I liked flip phones. Me sure. too. I felt like it's nice. It, I still would prefer to hold a flip phone to my head than a weird iPhone. Yeah. And I would like to see them use technology to make flip phones smart and useful rather than just discarding them in favor of these things that get hot and make my face sweaty. Wow. I, I'm with you. Yeah. My, my dad uses a StarTac. Hmm. Dude, StarTacs were dope. Yeah. That's a dope phone. They still are. Ask my dad. I take Can a look at a StarTac, and I think he that is a cool-ass phone. I had a Razor, and <laughs> that was when I knew I made it. I was the mayor of Poon City when I had a Razor. <laughs> you, were you were all so, up in there. Because you were yeah. so good at Snake. <laughs> No, you like, know, I'm check out like my snake score. Yeah. Hard to be distinct. Let's hear another call. Yes, this is Matt from Keokuk, Iowa. Matt Keokuk. Uh, yesterday I was a having place. a wonderful bicycle ride and I'm uh, heading down a hill and I'm getting off the road because cars are coming and the right handlebar of my bicycle snapped off in my hand. And the next thing I know, I'm looking very closely at the gravel of the shoulder. Um, found out in a couple of hours after a CT scan that I had a a brain hemorrhage, which he told me the range was possibly no big deal all the way to fatal. And I had to stay the night in the hospital. And after a second CT scan... Uh, they informed me that I was very likely going to be okay, and I just got home. And uh, so I thought that was kind of momentous. Looks like I'm going to meet my deductible this year. <laughs> Thanks for having such a great show, you guys. Bye. That, I oh, by the that. way, this is uh, once was Rotator Cuff Guy. <laughs> okay, that's it. All right. I can guarantee you something. What? This is for our listener listening audience. This is being targeted at Matt from Iowa. Mm-hmm. Who, by the way, congratulations on recently being elected to the United States Senate. <laughs> what did you mean by rotator cuff guy? You remember the time you called in a momentous occasion. We do not. <laughs> we don't even remember things that, that we do mm. on Jordan Jesse Go, much less things that you do. Best case scenario, we'll meet you and we'll be polite to you and pretend that we remember your momentous occasion <laughs> that you called in that one time. I'm not saying this to make you feel bad. I'm just saying that's reality. We appreciate that you called in that momentous occasion. We're glad it's significant I to you. I just want to, Jesse. I mostly agree with you. I'm, I'm basically on your side here. I mean, I know exactly what you're talking about. You're not on my side. I just want to say might, you're on. You're probably on the grad side. I'm making an exception for that lesbian who had a sex dream about me. Oh, I remember whoa, that. Wait, whoa, whoa, of course whoa. you remember that. Yeah. Wait, I'd like to hear no, more doy. about that. Uh, that thing that I said happened, happened. That's great. Kudos. Yeah. Thanks. I feel great about it. I still think about it to this day. Yeah, you'll always have that. She yeah. actually went on to be elected the senator from Iowa. <laughs> charge wait, the powerful corn so lobby. Guy... I'm going to be getting free corn. Head corn syrup. Yeah. Oh, man. Yellow dye number five. Yeah. I'm going to have so much of that. This guy wasn't wearing a helmet, it sounds like. Johnny Cakes? <laughs> Oh, I like a nice Johnny cake. Yeah. Do you know that yellow number five is made of pig, from pig stuff? No, I didn't know that. At least according Oful? to, 
Something pig related. I don't <laughs> pig.com. This may not be true actually, but I used to <laughs> I used to work at a homeless shelter. Yeah. Cuz I'm a great guy. And then there was this big cake, like industrial-sized cake I'd make every Hold week. Hold on. You worked at a homeless shelter because you thought it would get you on This American Life. Yes. I've, I had the foresight mm-hmm. yeah. to know that years later, yeah. bam, it yeah. did actually get me on This American Life. Yeah. That's and why I'm. Uh, that's why I'm going on a uh, walking tour of America where um, I charge money for hugs. <laughs> That that'll actually get you. Uh, at best, that's getting you on Snap Judgment. Uh, I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. Man, oh man. Well, it's storytelling with a beat. So. Yeah. But this guy was like, nothing I... wrong with Snap Judgment, by the way. <laughs> I didn't say there was anything wrong with it. Why are you insulting little my friend Glenn Washington? I'm not. I would love to be on Snap Judgment. That, yeah, that's storytelling with a never beat. come on Jordan Jesse Go. He would be a great Jordan Jesse Go. I guy. think so yeah. too. He should come back, Glenn. Well, now I don't know with that tone you took. People tell Glenn Washington that he should come on Jordan Jesse Go. Tell him our doors are open to yeah, him. Yeah, why doesn't he? Because he lives, Terry, in the, he I, lives in Oakland. He's too busy hanging out in Oakland with his beautiful children I see on Facebook. I would like to see Terry Gross in here. No, oh, I'd love to get Gross in here. I would love to see... I want to grill her. Can I show? say something? Can I say one thing? Kai Rizdahl agreed to come on <laughs> this show, and then when I emailed him to set a date, he didn't email me back. And then I emailed him again to set a date. Hey, and he didn't email me back. Hey, Jesse, you know, so Dave, you know something that I uh, wrote for at midnight that I think they're going to do. What? It's a game called NPR Personality or Minor Star Wars Character. <laughs> oh, I love that. You say a name and you have to guess whether it's an NPR Personality or Minor Star Wars Character. I included Kai Rizdahl on there. Oh, that's great. Wait, who who is Kai Rizdahl? He's an American public media personality. Like she's Wait, the senator show? from Tatooine. <laughs> He's the trade. He's the, host of he's the trade minister from Tatooine. Marketplace okay. from American Public Media, not NPR. But I'm going to let it slide, Jordan. Yeah, sorry. I know. I I should For I should just say public sake. media. That's really it's hard public, to You can say public track. radio host. Or, yeah, yeah. So I am including KPCC's science reporter Sandin Totten, <laughs> who doesn't technically work for NPR. Kai Rizdahl, what's your problem? What's your deal, Rizdahl? Yeah. Fuck Kai Rizdal. Yeah, fuck that guy. Am I saying that right? Are you too busy suppressing the rebels? <laughs> no, Jordan. Providing you're... secret Jordan. funding to Sith lords? Jordan, I'm, I think you may have confused your minor Star Wars characters with your public radio personalities. They're all the same. Oh, okay. Yeah. What about, is, oh. is Ophabia Quistarkton on here? <laughs> oh, yeah, she totally is. Not to give away the answers Who's now. Who's that? Oh, she's an NPR reporter for Africa. Yeah. What about Netta Ulubi? Netta Ulubi's totally on there. Yeah. This I did. Good. I did. I did. Uh, there are. I. I should. They should all be national personalities. I didn't uh, yeah, include Sandin Totten and Kajan Serbak. <laughs> you guys are going balls deep. Oh yeah. On these guys. I'm a professional public radio host, Dave. I know you are, but and like, Jordan's a professional nerd. Am I right? <laughs> I love my pocket protector. Ten thousand percent nerd. Ching ching. I want to marry Albert Einstein. <laughs> And chess. Oh. Well, Wedge Antilles. If you... (laughs) Guess which one NPR Sports Report. It is, yeah, Wedge Antilles. Replaced Mike Pesca. Mm -hmm. If you have thoughts, if you want to call us, if you want to call us, 206-984-4FUN. Mon Mothma. Your momentous occasions. Uh, I'm like Rain Man when it comes to area codes. It is. Yeah, yeah. Seattle area code. I'm really good. 
It's just a voicemail, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk to you in just a second. I'll join Jesse Go. Guys, you only have a couple of weeks to buy your tickets for BoatParty.biz. They go off sale forever, forever at the end of June. This is an amazing lineup, and you've heard about it before, but you haven't heard this. We just added Mr. Todd Barry. Yeah, that's right. Mr. Todd Barry. Who else is on it? Uh, Who else is on it? Uh, Try fucking uh, Natasha Leggero. Great. Put on Moshe Kasher in your Love cruise hat. Right. Why don't Why don't you take a look at Karen Kilgariff? Why don't you yeah. enjoy Greg Barrett? Nice. Why don't you think about a guy Branham? Yeah. Why not look Kyle Kinane? Love him. Matt Bronger. Great dude. Awesome. These are overstuffed shows. These are overstuffed shows, ladies and gentlemen. Try Auntie Ballas. Ooh, from Brooklyn. Yeah. You know who Auntie Ballas are. They play like kind of Felakuti music. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what the fuck they do. Yeah. They were the band in the Broadway show Fela. They were. See, Dave knows what the fuck is going on. I know everything. It's like a weird autism. Jean Grey. Jean Grey's going to be there. Yeah, sure. She's a cool lady. John Roderick from The Long Winters. Sure. The great John Roderick. Anyway. Why aren't I on this? The more I'm hearing. You're busy. Okay. It's fine. I'm busy. There's when only, is it? There's only so many special rooms. It's at the end of July. I'm I'm busy. What are you doing? Jacking off? Just <laughs> crying. Just crying. <laughs> how long is it on the? How long does the boat go for? I'm gonna be doing the same thing. It's just gonna be on a private fucking island in the Caribbean. Ooh. Do you go to Puerto Vallarta? No, it goes from Mazatlan. No, it's on. You're. It's in. We're talking about the Caribbean. We're going to from go to Antigua? Cape Canaveral to Nassau via a private island called uh, Coco Key. Wow. I know. Funky Nassau from the song by the beginning of the end. Yeah. Boatparty.biz. Time is be... basically out. It will be the best decision you ever make in You're your entire life. You're getting a lot of porking on that boat, I bet. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. A lot of pork and a lot of porking. Yeah. Both of them. Unlimited bacon. It. Unlimited boning. Now, there will be other people on the boat, right? Oh, yeah. Cool people. No, no but in addition to the the Max Fun oh, folks, yeah. Yeah. there's going to be like... Abuelitas Cubanas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Love them. Wild. They're having a great time. Oh, yeah. They're having a great time. I love to get on those boats and just let it fly. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I know exactly what you're saying, yeah. Dave. Dave knows exactly what this yeah. is about. Yeah, I've been, I've been on a cruise or two. Okay. We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Nielsen Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's Radio Sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Dave Hill, the pride of Cleveland. Dave, I can't begin to tell you what a pleasure and a joy it's been to have you on our program. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being, having. I, I, yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Thank you for that. make show, Dave. Yeah. Talk good. All this. Yeah. Beautiful flower shirt. Fun time. Fun seeing this here. We've had a lot of fun on this week's program. It's warm in here. Make sound. It is, but it's not as warm as it used to be after at this point in the program, mm-hmm. thanks to uh, the new uh, grants that were put on by Ronnie DeVries. <laughs> sure. A, a grant from the... Yeah. Ch- Chubb Group. 
Chub. Every time. Oh, sorry, the Chud Group. Every Chuds donated humanoid underwear underground dwellers. dwellers yeah. I've got to tell you, if you're in the life insurance business and you're selling to <laughs> Chuds. <laughs> It's going to be a real problem. It's a tough business model to maintain if you're selling life insurance to cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Yeah. It's like. It's nice of them to sponsor Nova. I sell home and renter's insurance. Sure. On behalf of the stuff LLC. Um, the critters. Uh, I'm with They Live Advertising. <laughs> okay. We're done with that. 80s horror movies. We're done yeah. naming allegorical 80s horror <laughs> films with products that oppose their allegories. <laughs> um, Dave, you're the host of uh, the Dave Hill Podcasting Incident, an, an occasional podcast for MaximumFun.org. That's right. Been Been downgraded to... <laughs> I've been, well, you know, as at you know. At whim. At whim. And that's when I'm ready to send out a missive. <laughs> I, yeah. I, uh, well, you know, I, I've, been, I'm, I've been busy with this radio. Yeah, and you you have the GD uh, Dave Hill show on the WFMU radio station. Do you think I station? should get rid of the GD? Because sometimes I wonder if I'm digging a hole with Jesus. Well, well you're I not allowed to have... say GD on the radio. Do they let you say that on the radio? Yeah, I say it all the time. Cool. It's totally not allowed to. You're totally yeah, you not allowed to say it. Yeah, you no. can. No, because it's blasphemy. it's defamatory toward the Lord. You, is it? I think oh, so. you know what? You, I mean, it, you're right. Yeah. The literal interpretation of the law is that you can say "goddamn" like, as in, like, "Well, goddamn." That's how I'm saying. Yeah, you're saying like like you're wearing that shirt and you're doing a little like <laughs> type dance. This is a fun shirt to have. But on. you can't say "God damn those so and sos." You sure. can't damn. You people. can't. Oh, you yeah. can't say suggest someone go to hell. But oh, yeah, this, that's not. I'm saying it the way you. In used. the same way that in the same way that when Bono said "Holy fuck" or whatever he said mm-hmm. when they won a Grammy, um, that they didn't end up paying a fine, although it took a long, long, long time and a lot of legal appeals. He did say that. He said it on live television. He said, fuck on live television. I can't remember. Oh, it, was, it was. Not only Guns and Roses. I think it was Holy that. Fuck. And, uh, but. Oh, and, yeah. Slash can say whatever he wants to. The yeah. FCC can't touch him. Because it was, because he wasn't referring to sexual function and it was in passing and unplanned. That's, that's the same rule with radio. I'm surprised. Safe Harbor times. I would have thought, I would have thought that WFMU would be one of those stations that would be very, very, very careful about language. I can't say fuck shit. Cunt, uh, boned. You can't say be, boned. I have to be very careful of the language I use to discuss. What do you things. do when you have Kevin Allison on? <laughs> it's Kevin tricky. It's about? tricky business. Kevin, he's a real foodie. Oh well, he's so he's fully. Uh, I don't know. If I'm, I'm not. He he's pretty much a, as you well, as you're probably aware as you are aware. I'm sure he only talks about. Uh, Putting speculums in people's butts. <laughs> Basically, that's Specula. where he's at. Specula, yeah. I well, yeah, but no. Uh, there's I been some he's, speculation. He's on gone. That. Uh, <laughs> Yay! I did a recent risk show, and I was the only one that wasn't talking about naughty parts and stuff. What were you well, talking about? I was talking about when I went to prison in Mexico. <laughs> that didn't involve anything naughty. 
It didn't. I did go to prison in Mexico, though. Yeah. Too. Cool. Um, yeah. Deal with it. Kevin I am wearing, I'm currently dealing with it. Kevin yeah, came to I'm Max doing. FunCon in a sex nerd t-shirt, which is that just a shirt right. you wear to a thing if you want to get laid. <laughs> right? I don't know about that. You don't think so? I don't know if it would. I guess it might. Li- do, do you think a lot of boning happens? Oh, that's uh, that's me, but with my fog hat T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> See, that'll get you the pies mm-hmm. and cakes three Is, times. What's your question? Does a lot of boning happen at Max Funcon? That's right. Oh shit! Yeah. Really? Oh yeah. People are boning down big time. Are they really? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, but there's like a a sexual haze hangs over. Max I feel Funcon. like uh, only one person directly tried to bone me. At the Max Fun Con that I was at, hmm. and his name is Dick Cavett. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm joking. Just kidding. It was Kevin Allison. No, but I, I feel like I was, was the only proposition. <laughs> That's the third thing we said earlier. <laughs> no, only one woman I think tried to get with my parts, and but I was if, a little let well, down. That's, that's shameful, Dave. Do More you think it's because they're intimidated by my beauty? Yes. Sure. I think, if, and I think if you, I think that's why Kevin Allison knows to go into that situation with a shirt that says "sex" mm-hmm. on it. Because people can always come up to him and say, hey, it looks like a sex shirt you're wearing. And he can say, yes. And then they can say, will you put a speculum in my butt? <laughs> yeah. Nice shirt. Are you aware I have a butt? <laughs> will you open my butthole? You just hit a street called easy. Yeah. Put that thing in my butt. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the whole street? Yeah. <laughs> no, I actually, I hung up on him last time he was on the show because he started talking about putting a speculum in someone's butt. Oh, boy. And I was like, it's probably fine to talk about that. Hmm. In uh, a medical context? Well, he, he didn't He didn't specify what context. Like, he didn't. Colonoscopy. <laughs> so he's I, not a, he's not I, a medical I, doctor. His doctor is in divinity, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, let's wrap this thing up. Man, oh, man. Dave Hill is also the front man of the band Valley Lodge. Yeah. I think you should, you can go check out their, check out their tunes. Yeah, over there on Spotify or iTunes or Power, Power Pop. Yeah. Power Pop. As the theme song to the last week tonight with John Oliver. Yeah, I'll get him some of that sweet BMI money. I'm a million. That's not exactly how it goes, but thank you. How would it go if you were to go? I'm John Oliver. Look at my eyeglasses. La 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 cha. That's better. That's better than my lyrics, probably. Yeah. You don't have to tell me. I've seen the YouTube comments. <laughs> They're really nasty. I left you a YouTube comment on that very subject. I sang that into a into a. Uh, I had a mini cassette recorder mm-hmm. with me at the time. Then transferred that into my computer. Then had Google Voice transcribe it, and then I posted it as a YouTube comment on your thing. And it just said yeah. "gay" with eight A's. That's a long way to go. <laughs> um, okay, <laughs> let's let's wrap this thing up, Dave. I'm glad you've been. I'm glad you've come to visit us here in Los Angeles. It was a joy to see you. Thank you. Likewise, people should go see you uh, in your in your regular live shows across the great city of New York and across this great world. Yeah, like uh, offhand, July 23rd at One Eye Jacks in New Orleans, Nolens, Nolens, Louisiana. I call it Hotlanta. Yeah, yeah. Um, I call it Chudsville. <laughs> <laughs> you you don't do you? I do, but oh. no one knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. So it's ineffective. It's actually the nickname of Charlottesville. That's why it's funny. <laughs> Chodesville? Charlottesville, Virginia. Chodes. Chud. Um, that Chod. sounds great. That sounds like a fun show. In yeah, I look forward to it. Um, and uh, 
Yeah, go to BoatParty.biz. Oh, snap. Our friends at Warby Parker. Yeah. Our friends at Hulu Plus. Yeah. Love them. Don't be a chump and miss out on the chance to get two free weeks of Hulu Plus by going online to HuluPlus.com slash Jujigo. HuluPlus.com slash Jujigo. Our thanks to Hulu Plus, where you can binge on thousands of hit shows anytime, anywhere. You can get an extended free trial when you go to HuluPlus.com slash Jujigo. So I'd go there. Thank you to them. Thank you to our friend Colin Marshall for once again substituting on the boards. Thank you, Colin. That's Colin some hot nice board job. work. Hot board work. Colin is the host of the podcast Notebook on Cities and Culture. Love it. He is going to be heading to South Korea, the great nation of South Korea, for six weeks to play StarCraft in a soccer stadium. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be recording podcasts with various South Koreans. He'll be sneaking across the border to report for Vice's HBO television <laughs> show. And no. then make it all about him. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Make it all about what whatever drug he did while he was there. Um, Colin is going to be going to South Korea to do special episodes of his podcast and uh, write some stuff for The Guardian. So uh, watch out for that. Wow. Thank you to Colin for filling in for Brian, who is in London. Sunny D. Brian Fernandez edit, edits the program. Gabe has been sitting outside of our studio laughing. Always appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you, Gabe. We'll talk to you next time on Jordan Jesse Go. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.